0: Welcome to the Hot Stove podcast brought to you by Hot Corner Athletics. This is one of your hosts, Jake game. On this edition of the Hot Stove, we decided to make an executive decision to have last week's guest become a permanent host. That's right, Matt Cross is now officially a mainstay on the Hot Stove, and this week we dive into a few different topics from the state of baseball right now, college versus pro ball, ways we think the sport could be better, and some interesting debates about the universe and more. So, without delaying any further, I now present the Hot Stove Podcast. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome to episode three of the Hot Stove Podcast. We've got a permanent guest that we're adding on to this. I know we had a really, really good week last week with Matt Cross and he was in Arizona. Now he's back and he's home and we felt that that was a really good episode that we had. So now it's all three of us. So now instead of it being me and Jake co-hosting it, now it's myself and Jake and Matt. So welcome to officially being a part of the podcast full time now. Thank you. Thank you. Are you excited? Um, Yes, but I'm not really excited to talk about your hat though.
1: So yeah. I know that's gonna be like the first
0: thing that we talk about. <laughs> so, so it was last week's. For, for all our listeners, Ron is wearing a straw, straw hat. Yeah, because it's it's the best, it's the top tier. It's number one. It's a one tier. It's not top tier, I man. So. I don't think so. It's a one tier. It's not. How are you gonna tell me that a hat made out of straw is top tier? Well, we live in Buffalo, there's a lot of farmers. I'm just trying to be on That's the, not a, it's not a cowboy hat. It's a farmer hat. No. That is not a farmer. If you have it's USA not. baseball across the <laughs> top it's not a farmer's hat. It works. <laughs> but it does not work. Clearly USA baseball made it for a reason.
1: Just because so, we're all from yeah, the West right? Coast, West Coast guys were
0: like, "Yo, this looks sweet, but anything from the West Coast." I like I should be from the West Coast. No. I should You're definitely don't you know, have to, a you ridical, are you have
1: No
0: room <laughs> we're, we're this is yeah, this is West Coast. Being being
1: <laughs> uh,
0: so if you couldn't tell, we literally just tried to get three idiots on a podcast and start talking about baseball. That's right. Exactly. It's perfect. And uh, you know, we so this. we got a lot actually now now Brash is back home. So we tell him to so we got him for the next three weeks, he said, before he goes to Wyoming for some mental performance thing he said he's doing. So <laughs> Hopefully, we can get him on the pod before he leaves. But, um, should get him while he's out in Wyoming. We should. Yeah, that so is like, yeah. he's gonna be super <laughs> zen and, like, into himself after he has his performance thing. So, um, how's your first week been back? Honestly, uh, a little slow, but it's kicking up pretty good. Fun, dude. The atmosphere just crazy, right? It's so like- good. And we try, to, we try to change it, too. Like, we want to actually make it fun and, and have a lot of people, like, enjoy being there. And it's cool because now a lot of people that are coming in for, like, the first time this offseason, yeah. Seeing like, all the stuff that we're doing, like, well, I want to do that. I want to get involved in that. I want to be a part of what you guys are doing. Today. Yeah, so many different changes, even with, like, the pitching and the infield throwing uh, camp that we're doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, immaculate vibes. Well, the cool just I mean, you just posted – so now we're obviously starting to mic everybody up. But, like, we did the post two weeks ago about, like, what our first week, like our week looked like for the throwing program. And then you just threw me on there, mic'd up, which was, I thought was pretty cool. So we're trying to get into of content. It was, it was of you. That's yeah, you I just like all the <laughs> yeah. Okay, be honest. How many times have you actually watched that? Three. No, I, that's a lot. How, I, how, I, how, many, how many views does it have? It's, it's, it's probably half. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like 800. <laughs> <laughs> we have 1,700 <laughs> views. I on watched it. Hour hour times. Time. <laughs> <laughs> times. But, just on loop. But I think that I think that having content is huge, obviously, because I think we do a good job with the actual development piece. But I, I don't think that we ever really spent time on putting stuff out there, which is why this started. And then obviously, getting more people mic'd up, I think it's yeah. fun. Like it's cool because even some of the coaches are like, "Well, hey, like I want, I want to get mic'd up now. I want, I want video of me on the mic." Too. Yeah. I think honestly, what we're going to do is we're actually going to start doing mic'd up Mondays. Mm-hmm. So everyone, one coach it's per week is going to have a mic. there's going to be mic'd up that's each week. So good. That's that's like it's a great segment. It's going to be fun. It'll be a good time. I hey, so, you know what he's gonna say. He's probably just saying. Well, he said he wants to get on it. You know what I mean? So I had a I had a conversation with Clay this week. He how long? Him. How long did that take? He got me for an hour and fifteen minutes. Love it. So well, that's a that's a short one. That is well. He actually shot me. He closed me off. He's like, I gotta go. I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I was in this for the long haul. I was ready for an, I was ready for a two and a half hour conversation. So. a movie Uh, exactly that that was pretty good what um what have you been primarily doing since you've like kind of been back Is it mostly catching stuff a lot of catching work um i want to really put a staple in the catching work this year yeah because i know in the past couple years it's been just kind of like what's been on my mind what like new stuff that i've been learning stuff like that you know giving it out to younger kids but i really want to like have a better structured program right and really, like develop these kids and having them like be from that middle tier athlete to the top tier athlete. Mm-hmm. And you know, i just I just don't want to see anyone you know failing or you know getting frustrated about what the work or whatnot. So we're just gonna try and do everything we can. i've been better. I've even been tougher, I've been a lot tougher on like all the athletes even this year than in years past, because I think like now I'm back there more. You know what I mean? I'm actually doing a lot more training, and I'm starting to see, like, when I go to games, like, I, I don't, I want our guys to really show out at games. Yeah. But I don't want them to feel the pressure that they have to perform because we're there. So I figure if, like, we do all the work on the back end, you know what I mean? Like, all the wintertime work, and we're going to go to a game and be like, yep, that's one of our guys, that's one of our guys, that's one of our guys. You know, and they're it's, all showing out on the field. It's fun to go watch that, too. Like, so I, I coached Williamsville East last year, and we had a couple guys who trained here. And just like watching them against everybody else in the field was great because you're like all right yeah he's a top dude mm-hmm. that guy's great at the plate you know just different stuff like that where like you see them work on it here and then see it in game and because honestly when they're here like and you're you're working on you're working with them on stuff you're like ah all right like that was pretty good but like
1: yeah it you could should be better today you'd know? be
0: better and then you get them in competition it's like damn that was actually really good he's actually really good yeah. right you right. just to kind of see it pay off it's great it's so much fun to watch yeah i feel like even this year because we have we have some turnover because we had so many kids graduate last year like our whole first crop of athletes like all are in college now and it's cool to see like that next group of kids that are coming through that are really excited about being here and those are the ones that are like having the high energy and like every day when they come in they're working hard because now they know they're like the guy here, the, like, the group that's that's training here, like they're the top dogs. Yeah, I mean, think about all the people that, you know, that just left. How many D1 athletes we had, how many college commits that we had. Oh, like they want wild. to be the next person to sign that board. Well, I even said, like, even for me now, like, we're going, we're starting to go to all of our, like, commit signing days and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, last year we went to so many. And, like, and know, we were known there. Right, uh, we're, <laughs> no right. Not gonna so, so even this year, it's like we're about to go to one on Wednesday. Do. Yeah. So, so we'll get into that in a second, I think that's a good one to talk about, but we went, we're going to Williamsville North on Wednesday for a couple, we actually have two now, we only thought we had one person sign it, then we have two, we've got one in Williamsville East in a couple weeks, like we're starting to get a lot of kids from a lot of different schools that are committing, and the cool thing is, is they're inviting us to go to their signing days, right, so let's get right into that. Let's talk about Mike Huff. Shout out Mike (laughs) Huff, Western Michigan. He was a commit, now he's a freshman there. And for anybody that knows about a typical signing day, it's like serious. You got a couple families, you got a couple, like your coach goes, and your parents are all there. Super formal. Super formal. Yeah. All right, so Hot Corner doesn't do anything small. How many of us were at Mike Huff signing? Oh my God, at least 10. 10. Uh, I think it was more than that. I don't yeah, know. I, I have no idea. I think you just I I, think my like my group, group had seventeen time. people there. Yeah, it was it was just like group. It was like three people would show up, and then four people, and then five people, and then Ron gets absolutely drilled by a chain <laughs> yeah, smoked, smoked in, in the hallway. Yeah. It was my first time in high school since I literally graduated in twenty ten. So it was 2012. I was eleven years out of high school. I'm walking down the hall of dismissal and get absolutely smoked. <laughs> like smoked. Well, I got Blue thrown. Stuff. I got yes. thrown by like ten dudes. It's like, you, you got bulldozed. bulldozed. I got bulldozed. And you know, the other thing is, nobody asked us what anything. We were just kind of walking around the school like it was nothing. Yeah, but we uh, literally walked directly walked right in. School, in. Nobody around. asked us questions, and they were just. Uh, we were just asking where to go. I think That's that was the craziest part. Like, yeah, signing day. All right, just go that way. And yeah, we wandered around right. All all right. For right. a
1: while. Yeah, cool. I'm just to go see. It. All, all right, like saw,
0: it. saw a couple of guys that we trained here. They're like, wait what the hell are you guys (laughs) doing here why are you in my school oh that that was fun it was cool because we we literally had 10 dudes there i mean i think it was like all the trainers that have trained mike and then like charlie joe and matt was there you know obviously so like we literally had a crew we were in there it was like mike went to sign everybody's like yeah mike we're all clapping for him everyone else's signing was quiet and then mike was just
1: let's go yeah it
0: was crazy so but, like, if you bring the energy, we're bringing the energy here, we're going to bring it everywhere else. So exactly. it's not gonna, we're not going to, like, we're well low on that. We just like to have fun. Have a good time. That's I think great. I think Hot Corner is one of the facilities that's known for the energy, too. Like, just think like, about the people that's here. Us three, Vinny, Nick, you know, like, energy. We Even thrilled. Sam. Even Sam, Sam right. like, all yeah. over the place. We've, he has a great time. We yeah, yeah, cool. even had, like, when we did Josh Millville signing two years ago, like, you guys even themed out. The signing day, like you guys yeah, wore the wore you guys the... wore the let let the kids play shirt, like we're but I I think that's where a lot of these signings are missing. Like so many kids feel pressure when they're signing, right? And then we're like, no, we're going to the signing day having a blast. Okay, wow, like it's I'm a so – exactly. It should be a party. It should be You're signing out a lot to go to a good college, right? So you should like we absolutely should have fun. So I think we definitely are going to have some schools going to be like, wait, are you a hot corner kid? Okay, we got to limit it to like three or four people that are coming in here because. <laughs> The last time there was twelve people here. So that's that's the reputation we want. That's absolutely absolutely right. Absolutely. Absolutely right. And you know what the other best part about it is? Free food. Mm-hmm. When you go yeah, there, there's free food, oh, cookies, oh beautiful. Fruit punch. Amazing. Fruit punch. Fruit punch. punch. A fruit punch. Wow. It's great. It's I think good. I think I had nine cookies while we were there. Mm-hmm. I, can't <laughs> I was they were so good. It was amazing. It was drank, so good. I drank half the bowl of fruit punch by myself. I might as well, at that point, just pick the it up. Just take it up. Everyone just raked out with it. it, just hugging it. Well, that was the thing that I feel like a lot of people were like, uh, these cookies are for everybody, but we were not anticipating there'd be 75 people here. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Well, it was cool, because we felt actually had, what, probably like eight to ten kids at sign They got a of kids, They got a of kids, right? And then, like, even for us, it was like, okay, add ten more people, plus their families, plus the kids. Yeah, okay, it was a lot. So, yeah, but so, that's been, that's been fun. But our wall is starting to actually get like it's starting crowded up, up there a little year. bit. Yeah. It's starting to fill up a little bit, which is cool. So, and we're missing like all of the college guys that trained here last year. I mean, there's probably 60 kids. I like, yeah. did not get any of them to sign. Okay. Yeah. This year when they come back, just oh. yeah, check chalk it up right mm-hmm. there. That's good. So did you guys have a chance to talk to Brash a little bit? Like what was the big takeaway that you guys had from like when you were talking to him? Honestly, just, just like, like this kind of like surreal moment of how he was talking about, like, Oh, you know, if I want to throw to a lefty, yeah, I'll just throw to a righty, and you just kick, like, threw these names out there. Like, oh, if I don't want to throw to Juan Soto, I'm just going to throw to Manny Machado. Oh, cool, man. Like, I said, huh? it. like, yeah, yeah. the part, too, is is he's just sitting there, he's, like, talking about people that he got, right? Yeah, right. It's like, Ron, Ron, you brought up people that he got, and he's, he just rattles off. It's like, Soto, Austin Riley, Mike Trout, Shohei. You're like, like a, dude, I played with those a guys while. in the show. Like, yeah, I played no, with yeah. those guys in video games. He's but, striking them out in game. He was talking about Otuve. I mean, they just won the World Series. Like, it's just surreal to think about. Like, yeah, he struck him out with three straight sliders. Yeah. By the way, my guess, way well, off. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, hey, hey, Yanks and what, five? Yeah. It's okay. I think I was over for 48 on my picks. So, so I had the right game. I just had the wrong team. I said Phil's in six, and it won Astros in six. I had to I wish it was the Phillies. Phillies, so that would have been that would have been cool Phillies won. I will say that Braves. Braves are still the superior NL East team. Jake and I got into this argument the other day after the Astros won. It's not true because <laughs> that was twenty twenty one. That's okay. It's a completely different year, completely they, they, different team. Who lost to Houston? In Houston. Yeah, but who made it to the World Series this year? It wasn't the Braves. They're not the team I team. No, they are. They're su- they're the superior team. Maybe not this year. Actually, they were. They so, won you more games. You're it's going to your own with the logic. Franchise. You're franchise. Running. Superior franchise. Like, in the history? Right now. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm saying this year, I think the Phillies are a better team. I don't know. They beat them. Yeah, they, they the lost the series to them. The only time it mattered. They both got there. It didn't matter how they got there. The Phillies won. They sacked up and it's won. It's true. It's true. But the Braves are the better NLEs team. I mean, how could you say that, though? They didn't make it they won I mean, in Houston last year and Philly really lost in Houston was last year. year. That's what yeah, I'm like, We're not going yeah, to win in right the then. past anymore. Like, we're it's talking right about now. right now. So, like, well, right now, there's no good teams except for Houston. That's true. They have another like, six, seven months of being on top. I, mean, I, saw, I actually saw there was a, a graphic of the last like 10 years of ALCS winners. And Houston's on there five times. Well they've been in the they've been in the World Series, I think, the last four years. So yeah, last year. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> how many times have <laughs> you know, they been in the series? The last, five, I actually years? think it's been since 2017. So five they've years been in the series. Years, yeah. Five years, they right? won in seventeen. I think they've lost every year since and then they won this year. When are they gonna uh, they're gonna lose all the guys soon, aren't they? Well my thing is so so here's here's I the more comfortable. I don't think it sure. matters. I think it does matter. They just keep bringing up guys. Like honestly, Chas McCormick. Jeremy Pena, they just Kyle keep Tucker. bringing up guys like that's it. Like those like, guys are all young. Like Justin like, Brantley didn't even like he didn't even play. He's one of the best hitters in Major League Baseball, my opinion. Like I think he overall oh, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. He literally didn't play at all. Because they got dogs. They got what? Well, even well, Jordan? He got, he got hurt. And Jordan's then, in the top three in MVP first. voting, and he went so under. Like I feel like under the radar until the playoffs because no one was really thinking about him. But he's still top three in MVP voting. He's not gonna win it. You know what I mean? So here's a real question. Who's your MVP? Oh, Judge. And I, I hate saying it to you, but it's Judge. It has to be, right? I mean, I feel like it has to be. I would say Shohei because he's doing something that no one else has ever done in baseball. Two-way. He's just dominating it. Too, right? Yeah. He's the most valuable player. In the For sure. But so like, I, I think, but like, when's the next time we're going to see someone pass Ruth? Roger. Roger. Yeah, it's Roger Maris. Anyway, one's okay. okay. When's, I, when's I think what Judge did, he was the most valuable player because he got his team to the playoffs. I agree with that. So, most outstanding player or whatever, if you want to change the name, go ahead. Yeah, I agree with that. But, most valuable player, I believe, is is Judge this year. Well, and then I hate to say that because I don't like the Yankees right. at all. Now, what, what, do you, what do you think the contract's going to be next year? I think he's getting a half a billion dollars. <laughs> oh, for sure. But the problem is he's getting more. Time. He's 31. So, like, if I'm Judge, I'm not going back to the Yankees after you just booed me. Oh, no doubt. I'm after I got you guys, after the season that I had, he broke get them, you guys to playoffs. He broke and them. you guys booed me on the field. How long was it? How long was that record? He broke a record that was what 50, 60, yeah. 70 years old. I don't this even know. This is not even going to be broken anytime. He had 62 homers. The mate. only the only one that I could think of even coming close in the future is on Al Cruz. Cruz or yeah, Cruz? but that's if he gets traded to the American League. Because remember, the National League is 73. The Bonds. Oh, yeah, true. Which is so true. if he gets traded to the American League, maybe. Maybe. But do you, I, you think I, anybody beats Bonds' record? No. No, dude. Do no. you think Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame? Love this question. Yeah, 100%. I for sure think so. I agree. I don't care if you take steroids or any other supplement in the world. Hitting a baseball is still the hardest thing to do in the world. Like, in all the sports. Hitting a baseball. Here's actually a really, really cool story. Do you remember the home run that he hit off Eric Gagne in San Francisco? It's like, it's literally all over the internet. It's nuts. It was like yeah. the – because Gagne so, was the – hands-up one? No. Yeah, no, no. no. It was – they had that bat, I think, sometime after the All-Star game. Did you tell me this story? Yeah. So, this is a, a phenomenal yeah. story. So, so, go ahead. They were – they met at the All-Star game or something like that. And uh, Bonds basically – they were talking to Gagne, and they put some sort of bet together. I don't, I don't remember what the bet actually was, but it was basically either Gagne was going to strike him out, or Bonds was going to hit a homer. Something mm-hmm. that was basically the bet for one of them to win. And Bonds goes, or Gagne agrees, and then Bonds says, "You can only throw one curveball." And Gagne is just like, "You know what? Screw you. Like, yeah, yeah okay, deal." So he gets him O two. Maybe one two, throws a banger. Throws in the banger back door. If it wasn't Bonds, brings a guy up, hundred percent. Like yeah, you watch tough. that video, it's like he called that a ball. Like, damn, it was this far off. Like literally an inch off the plate. Two pitches later, and um, now Bonds knows what's coming. That's what I have. Well, he hit one. But he 1, hit him hundred feet. Bonds. And you know what? Props to Gagne too, knowing he could only throw fastballs at this point. If he was going to stick to the deal, which I think it would have been hilarious if he just said, I'm throwing another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. screw you, Barry. Oh, and then what if Barry just hit a bomb after that, also? Hey, well, yeah, Barry, there's that right too. too. And then Gagne, he needed 99 and 100 up and in. Bonds turns on it, hits one nine miles foul. Next pitch is like middle away, just drives it to right center field for all. But it was unreal at bat, like MVP versus. MVP, basically. Yeah, or, right. It like, so was nuts. Reliever really of the year. Like, it was nuts. nuts. It was an awesome at-bat. But, like, hearing the story afterwards, like, yeah, you could only, throw, all, only allowed to throw one curveball. You're like... Yeah, so, I mean, he 100. he kind of did get you the upper top hand. Top he did get the upper hand. But, like, honestly, even though we were taking BP today and the machine was throwing 95. Yeah, right. Who's touching that? <laughs> you hit one or two balls that were good. Oh, yeah. Uh, one was good. One was a jam shot. And yeah, I well, just kind of, like, threw the bat at him. Even Even though, even, like... It's hard. Yeah. That's why I said hitting is just still the hardest thing to do I in sports. At the end of the time, Gagne was throwing 100, and no one was throwing anywhere near 100. No. Like, no one since Randy Johnson wasn't in the league. You know what I mean? Like, he was the only guy throwing 100 miles an hour. He had, like, all these records for, like, single season save record and all this other shit. Like, legitimately was not ever getting hit. It didn't matter what he was throwing. And Bonds literally turns on 100. Like, it was nothing. Like, it was nothing. Yeah. Right. It was unbelievable. But, yeah, no, I think, yeah, bombs, I think, he, I think he deserves to be the home, no doubt. For sure. Because even, like, I'm not going to say it's right. I'm not saying taking steroids is right. But would you blame a guy who's playing in the major leagues, who needs to keep his job? The entire league is taking steroids. Literally everybody's taking steroids. The steroid. only way that you stay in the league is by matching what everybody else is doing. They're not getting tested. You're going to take them, 100%. Especially if you want to get paid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if you're playing in the big leagues, like you're trying to get the contract. And at the time, Bonds is trying to break every record. He had, he had the ability in the world, no matter what, to break the record. But, like, okay, so if, if Gagne is going to take steroids and Curt Schillingson going to take steroids and Roger Clemens is going to take steroids, I'm not going to lose that battle. You know what I mean? It's wrong, but, like, screw Major League Baseball. They're the ones that didn't put the standard like it is now. Like, they should have done that 25 years ago. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, I think he gets in the hall. I think Roger Clemens should be in the hall, all those guys. They, they made baseball fun again. Mm. Watching Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Ken Griffey Jr. all chase like the home crazy run, numbers. the crazy stupid numbers yes. that all had. Like Griffey hit 55 home runs a year and no one knew about it because McGuire was hitting 65 and Bonds at 73. You know, so like that was fun. Yeah, you, don't you don't see, see that. The, save the you game. You don't see that, yeah. Well, this year was what? Judge hit 62 and then Schwarber hit 46.
1: 40.
0: Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, yeah, oh, that's... cool. That, <laughs> back then, that's like. Almost bottom here. Forty six pumps, dude. That's crazy. He wouldn't even be on the top five in big leagues at exactly. that time. Nuts. That was cool. So here's a. So let's go back to the Astros. So now that they won the World Series, outside of like the cheating scandal, can we just forget about the scandal now? Is it gone forever now? Because they proved that they can win without it. All right, no, listen. I don't cheating. Think the cheating scandal. Honestly, like it, it. There is some sort of like advantage to it. But still, like AI, you get the advantage of knowing what pitch is coming and stuff like that. But like you still have to like hit it. All you know right, but I mean? it, if we're putting a, setting the hack attack up and you're throwing a curveball, no. like you know it's coming, how easy is it to hit that? I mean, you still have to the ball, ball you know, though. Yeah, I know, but when you're when you know what's coming, how much easier is that? I mean, yeah, it's it's I decently think easy. I agree with Jake. Like, we're talking it's about big, we're talking hitters. It's not like with yeah, big, it's, pitchers too. Yeah, but you know what's coming. I understand, like, hey, it's Jacob Degrom, yeah, right, like, or um, who was Kershaw at the time, right? But I can, if I know a fastball is coming, ready for oh, it, yeah, I'm going to be set, set on the fastball for sure, yeah, yeah. But so that so makes gonna... it so much easier to hit. I don't even have to think about those other pitches. That the metal game is just disappears, where you're not getting in between on pitches anymore, right? Because you know a slider's coming or you know a fastball's coming. You're not even looking at anything else. Right. Yeah. If you see spin, yeah, you're not swinging. You spit. Right. Yeah. Or like, or like, if if you know a breaking ball is coming, you're literally looking at a height out of the hand. Oh. Right yeah. mm-hmm. it makes it true. so much easier. There's no more chasing. True. Like yeah. Like I'm saying, they still yeah, they still had an advantage for sure. But, but like, oh, I they had an advantage. I understand you still got to hit it, but I don't know. I, I think winning now doesn't erase what they did. But I think it just proves that, like, yeah, these guys are actually just really good. Yeah. Because they are. Like, and then they were really, really, really good when they cheated, but they're yeah. still, still really good now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think everybody expected them to just drop off right. when I, they weren't cheating I, anymore. I agree with that. And that's just not the case because they weren't strictly winning because they knew all the pitches that were coming, but it didn't hurt Right, for sure. Definitely yeah. helped. For you sure. know, when you're facing somebody's ace and it's like, yeah, Don, I don't even care. I know a slider's coming. Who's the guy? True. Who's the guy on the Astros that you think actually wasn't a part of the team that didn't want to be a part of it? That was obviously. You <laughs> think they were all in on it? I don't know. I, there are definitely guys. There's no way that everybody in the game that, that was on that team is like, yeah, yeah let's this do is this. Right. Yeah, no, I not is right. everyone was. No, honestly, you know what? I honestly think that maybe like. Most of the team wasn't even on on board with it. I think it yeah. honestly might have come from like a higher up that was like, "Hey, we're doing this, no I, fucking question." I, I think I think Altuve was probably like, "No, dude, I don't play that," and then like had to. Yeah, Bregman's the kind of guy too that I feel like no, he wouldn't do it. But Like Correa, he's in. That's who. That's what I think. Chuck Brantley, think like, Brantley doesn't need somebody to tell him that dude's bad to ball skills. Is like oh eighty. He's Not an, really. a dude's <laughs> an Eighty you know what Immaculate, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it didn't need it. But, like, I do. You're, you're right. right. I think it comes from higher up. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I think that a lot of times we discredit or we don't think about, like, baseball. everybody in baseball is trying to find an advantage. Always. I mean, even think about the, the spider tech shit. All right, like, yeah. Pitchers are trying to find an advantage. Hitters are good. So, hitters are trying to find an advantage. You know what I mean? Like, you're telling me right now that you can't literally go on the iPad, like, before PitchCon. You couldn't go on the iPad and figure out what the catcher's signs were. Oh, 100 percent You told me you that. couldn't do that. Every every time I watched the game, that's what I tried to do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm watching watch a major league baseball game and I'm just like, Yeah, if you have if you have a guess pitches, yeah, they are like, like trying to figure yeah, out the yeah, sequence, you're not, baseball baseball player. Player. Yeah. <laughs> not a baseball player. Not a baseball player. Do you know what was impressive to me? Because I, I mean I watched literally every any series I could. Like the most impressive thing was like I know we talk all the time, like if you're playing a game, you're trying to pick up pitcher tendencies. But well, when first I was so impressed by that. Yeah, Just the fact that, like, he, like, and everybody listened to him. Boy, well, yeah, I mean, think about it. If Bryce Harper's coming up to me and he's telling me, hey, when he lifts his leg up too high, it's a fastball. Or if he lifts his leg too low, it's a curveball. You, you know, know what? what? I, saw, I saw one top thing top that said he wasn't, goal. that's not what he was doing. I saw, I saw this guy go through and watching all the pitches. And I don't think it was. I think it was somebody else. If I knew, I'd give him credit because it was, it was pretty good work. Um. But he would throw, you would go high leg kick and one pitch throw a fastball, high leg kick and throw a changeup or slider or something on the next one. Like he would, he, it was like varying leg kicks, but also varying pitches. So I don't know if they tipped something else.
1: I mean, it, whether it, it was a high really glove, had it. they had something. It was, I it, definitely it was, guarantee that, but it I It was don't, high
0: of the glove. That's what it was. It could have been. Some of the videos, it was like literally low glove through a fastball, high glove through a fastball. Part okay. of it, part of it was coming out of. I think one of the videos that circulated around was one pitch was out of the stretch and one pitch was out of the windup. Gotcha. That's gotcha. what everybody ran with it because it looked great. Yeah, right. Right. It makes right. Sense. Now I definitely think they had some sort of tip, but I don't know if that's what it was. Well, that's even where Brash was. Brash was talking. Brash them. was talking about this even today. That's why he started getting absolutely shelled early. You remember when he first came up as a starter? Oh, he was nasty. But his hands were super high. So right. everybody at second base could see signs or see pitch. Yeah, to he was a lot this year. And because he has such a, like, unique grip on his slider, they could see that super easily. So if you watch when he came back up as a reliever, like, he would, like, tuck the ball up his side, you know, and he said, like, no one could see it because it was a little bit lower. Yeah. You know, like, they like everybody's trying to find something. Yeah, to get the advantage. 100%. And it's even harder now because of pitch comp. Like, you're not able to see catcher signs. You can't even pick up catcher sign. No. So if you don't see the pitcher's grip in the hand, you have no idea what's coming. I'm gonna be honest, beginning of the year, I did not like come, Mainly because I, I was that. trying to figure out what pitch is come. Yeah, right. I wanted it, it just looked different to me. Like I was sitting there, like, if I'm a pitcher and I'm looking at the catcher for signs, but he's not giving signs, it's yeah. In my head. Like, okay, what but after, you, after like, a you look bit, at him? Could you just, like, look yeah, like, you, you, can you just look away like what do you can get it on the back of their mouth and yeah. then get on the rubber like a softball pitcher? I don't know. Um, but after like watching it and like learning more about it, like how it actually works and like kind of speeds up the game, makes everything yeah. so much easier. I I like it. That's actually a good point though, because if you remember, like you had to get the sign on the rubber. Do you could still have to do that? And how do they know? Yeah, what do they know? No idea. Yeah, no, they can get it but like, yeah. right after they throw the pitch, they can just literally it, blah blah blah, and that's it. Yeah, that's crazy. There we go. That's nuts. So let's, so what's let's get into some get some weird stuff for me today.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. I was thinking about the ocean. Okay. All right, I like it. Do we believe that there's another civilization below the water? Interesting. Do we think? Because I'm telling you right now, I 100% believe describes civilization. Like I'm saying another species in the water? Is in the water. There's millions of species. Right. Like, wait, no, no like not okay, like I'm saying like intellectual like human like species are in the water. So basically you're asking waiting. is Atlantis real? Kind of, but are like, like mermaids? all over the water. Because think about it, how much how much of the water have we discovered? Five percent. Exactly. Which brings me to my other point. So NASA, right? Yeah. NASA was an underwater um yeah. like discovery whatever it was. They had to have seen something to where they were like, nope, we're getting hell out of here. That's why they're going up to space. I'd it's rather like go to space planet. than the ocean. That's basically what NASA said. Yes, because there's something in the water. To where it's, like, triggering and, like, hey, we need to get off this planet as soon as we possibly can because there's something down there. And I believe that there's another civilization down there waiting because there's waves. It's way so more. dark, though. You can't see anything. They, but it doesn't matter. I just, like, what, what kind of species? Like, that's... Like that's an like alien-like kind of species. Like a kind of, of human? Like, like, yeah, some death, like something like that's human plotting like, to take like a Yes. Human Think life. about, okay, how much land-to-water ra- land ratio? Like seventy percent. Right? Seventy thirty. 70, 30. So 70, think about water. Yes. Yeah. So think about this. If there is another civilization and they decide to come up and take the planet over, right? We are done. They will outnumber us ten out of ten times. Maybe. Right? Maybe. So that's why I think we are trying to find another planet to uh go on. Because there's another civilization underneath the water. I'm disagreeing with you. I mean i is that is that like? Is but your, why? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't, saying, I don't, I don't, think that's gonna happen. Why? If you're living underwater, I don't think you're like, hey, let's go get this land. Like, can you even? Hey, you breathe no underwater. In. How can you breathe in there? Like, or like if you own seventy so like, percent of the earth, why even come up here? I, are they, what I'm, are they gonna I'm try just to just bring the water don't don't up I with know. them? I believe. I don't know. That's that's a weird. So, history is like telling us that most of the land is gonna be underwater in like I think twenty or something years right 20 years 20 yes there was like something that i read somewhere where it was like gonna be underwater pretty soon the united states is like gonna be covered by half of water where are you reading this i don't know what are I'm you just i doing... what's just on here? brother's movies again no, <laughs> what's going on like, here? Okay. that is when it is going to happen because now they're going to be rising up to the top and they're going to take over they have I'm no sure. reason to come up here you yes they down. do I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I believe they hundred percent do because they can conquer earth, or they can conquer land and water. I'm, not, I'm disagreeing not disagreeing that there's not other things that we don't know about down there oh there's oh, there a thousand percent things we don't know about there is some monsters is there, there is there a civilization that's waiting to take over land i, am, I don't think i so. think so i'm part of the 30 percent that lives on land i don't want nothing to do with the water i'm sure if they're down there they probably think the same thing about our land no way i there is something bigger than a shark bigger than the thing that's bigger than the shark you're probably right there is something that will come up and destroy this world they don't want that yeah, but if you're if, if you're like a shark or a whale or something, you're not going you're not going on land. Obviously, because they can't. But I'm right. saying there's <laughs> So if you're thing. if you're that big and you're in the water, why like A what are you that's like, yeah, I'm like Godzilla? So why does it why, is it, why are does you it thinking blood? Godzilla's coming in? I like, honestly technically think there is something like Godzilla like in the water. in the depths of the depths of the water. like Hundred there's- percent. 100%. There's- 100%. I think there's well, a out there. I'm like- Godzilla, I, I this is actually gonna sound really stupid. I believe that something like Godzilla is more real than Megalodon right now. Oh. Because what I think so. No, no. I'm not saying that Megalodon <laughs> doesn't exist. I think he did. It did, whatever. <laughs> um Megalodon did exist. God but I, so this exists. is this is no, this is my thought. So everything that you see in like movies and stuff has to come from somewhere, right? Yes. There has to be some sort of inspiration. So I'm saying that somebody was like in the ocean, and saw this giant monster, and was like, hey, I'm going to make a movie of that thing destroying Earth. So I think something like Godzilla is down. There. I'm 100% I'm so agreeing cool with you here. What are we arguing? You're on? saying Godzilla. on, God, but like, Godzilla's Godzilla. on land. No, he's land and water. He, he lives underwater. Lives oh, underwater. So, oh, okay. So, watch I'm the sure. movies one time, then uh, I don't watch movies. Okay. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm disagreeing on you saying that there's more chance of a Godzilla down there than a megalodon. A megalodon is just an oversized shark. No, it's a massive shark. Yeah, I do mean, uh, I know. you know. Different species. It's a different species. It's like a shark. It's, it's like, a, shark. It's it's like, like a, a Yes. As a shark. Which I think that's well, no more shark. plausible. Event, which I think is more plausible. I think Megalodon existed. Not anymore. Why don't you think sharks go in deep waters? I didn't say that. I'm just I'm just asking, why don't you think I'm sharks go in deep in deep waters? Die. Because something is going to eat them. Because Godzilla's down there. Something is going to eat them. And by being something, i it could be Godzilla, it could be megalodon, I don't know. <laughs> but I think a megalodon is way more realistic in this situation than Godzilla if you're still listening to this podcast thank you how many times did you get hit got okay first off i got absolutely just smoked today did you I, yeah i'm throwing front toss and he hits one off of the in uh, another cage absolutely drills me right in the temple so i might be a little delusional right now but i'm i'm telling you right now this underwater stuff facts it is facts see jake and i had this hit. we had a very long conversation on the road trip to a baseball tournament together one time we talked a lot about space Spe- okay space is, is nothing okay. we covered we covered space ocean and the woods yeah we did yeah and then actually like a week or two ago we were talking about mars over yeah, yeah. For like an hour and a half and then i brought up in the pod first podcast well, Mars talk talk about about was actually the first Earth. Well, Mars Mars could easily have civilization. But I described it easily. It had the properties like Earth to actually be able to withhold civilization. Yeah. Did you ever see that, that Mars is like the first Earth? Then we destroyed Earth and then that's why we came here. Well, that makes sense. Because Mars has the properties of nuclear warfare. Times two. Right, so if you go to like Hiroshima or everywhere that was new, right? Same All thing the, as Mars. The same thing, except times yes. two. But the whole planet. Yeah. Like the whole planet. I mean, if we do if we so go as, to war, we have a society to figure it out, because otherwise we're going to be like Mars and ruin ourselves. Do you ever hear what Albert Einstein said? He said, World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. So what does that leave World War Three to be? That ain't good. All Nuclear. That's not good. Because think about how many nuclear threats they have been in the past, I don't know how many years. So that's what I'm saying. As a society, we need to figure it out. Otherwise, none of us are going to be here. Exactly. If you guys are all right with that. I personally like my life. I would <laughs> enjoy <laughs> to be here while well, I'm 30. So for the next 70 years, it would be nice. Whatever you do after that, well, wait till my kids are gone. After that, you do whatever you want. I'm wait till my grandkids are gone. Yeah, wait sure. till these are gone. Man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What are we doing? You you would dislike somebody. I'm not dropping a nuke on Italy. (laughs) First of all, never. It's my whole mind. Me too. (laughs) I'm not dropping a nuke on somebody. I don't hate you that much. You just stay in your country. Just leave mine alone. Exactly. uh, We got water, you know. know, Stay away stay away from the water talk. Stay I'm away. I'm staying away. I'm just saying. We got, we got space in between us. We can stay in our little, you know, country. I will stay say it baseball country. players, I feel like, have to go into like because it's such a boring, slow sport that we have to think about, like, conspiracies a lot. Often. 100%. I've had so many. I should win an award for how good I am at talking to myself. Oh, because <laughs> <well>, you are an <laughs> outfield. Especially in – yeah. And, and center field, too. I don't have any fans down the line. Nope, There's no, There's no bullpens there, except for the one in Canisius. Actually, I love that. It was great. But for a majority of the games, no bullpen to talk to. I talked to myself for 85% of the games that I played. I got really good at it. I had just a lot of conversations. Thoughts, just yeah. me, my thoughts. <laughs> I would actually talk out loud. Yeah, I nobody would hear you. Myself. You don't need a therapist. You don't need a mental. I got therapist. myself. You are your mental. I, I got me. <laughs> Granted, this is <laughs> what I figured out, too. A lot of my conversations are actually me arguing with me as somebody else. It was very interesting. Had hey, you ever played scenarios in your head, too? all the time all the time all the, the time you played scenarios in your head yeah where it's like what happens if you know oh dude i would have i would have <laughs> this whole thing it was like playing chess it would literally all right if this ball got hit there and i didn't catch it and this happened what would my coach say as i'm running into the dugout yes yeah and like and you would play that whole entire conversation up in your head when oh, you have Damn. a long, whole thing. you have the longest run too so like just, and the most consistent, the most consistent run in baseball,
1: <laughs> center in center field,
0: either either baseline. not yeah, And like you know, like if you make a mistake, I mean, you're gonna get torched when you get in there. Like you can take a good old time if you want. You know what I mean? You got the shortest run. Oh, I get beautiful. You got Probably. the short, yeah. Unless you screw up. Oh, if I should, Then you want to Screw up! I'm not. <laughs> I screw so up. Sprinting into the dugout. What about, what about as as a as a catcher, right? So they have the uh, the earpiece, right, for like the SEC big time, like college. Yeah. Um, what if you just mess up and your coach is you just literally in your ear while you're at the plate? <laughs> and you're me. just wearing it. <laughs> at your like, dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine being behind the plate and having McCray just chewing you out after you I made a mistake? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got you're you're
0: at in shortstop, and you're just like, Ronnie, you suck. You're the worst player I've ever seen. You're not even a division six player. What's yeah, going through your head at that point? I figured yeah. I've, cool. I've heard that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what am I even doing here, right? Or, here? or like, honestly, just please say I'll probably make the play if you want me to perform. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> All right, so who's so this is a question I was thinking about because I want to. Now we're going away from the pro game. I want to go to the college game a little bit. I know it's a while away, but we have a lot of college athletes, obviously. Early early release. Who's going to win the College World Series this year? Who's, who's the best who's right? the team in college baseball? Who's going to be the best team in college baseball this year? Is this just like that's so hard, so hard? I, I like the over three hundred. I like the argument though. Like if if you say a big name school, it's like all right, yeah, 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 yeah right, speech. yeah, exactly. If I say Vanderbilt, if I'm I say any, like, oh, I feel like if I say any SEC team it yeah. would be like oh yeah, so for, yeah for,
1: like for sure. obviously no that's so like a that big, big time big
0: time big time uh, okay let's, let's let's see all of the, the SEC I, schools that have gone into the series in the past and you can pick any of those well okay in, in in this last year how many how many SEC schools were in the world series how many five of what Something eight yeah of eight yeah you, you could have, have picked any SEC school from there and said yes. It might right. as well just been the SEC championship. It's gone all over again. It honestly, the last like four years has been right. No, you're that's right. That's what I'm you know. What's bad. crazy? Yeah. wrong. You know what's crazy is that I was actually talking to one of my teammates, and he is. I forgot where he went to school, but he went to school in SEC, and um, he was saying he was like SEC ball is like equivalent to A. He goes, it is actually completely different. Like they would play ACC schools, like. Big Ten, uh, you know, Pac-12 schools, and they would just dominate. So you're telling so here, so here's what you're saying. So you're telling me that the University of Tennessee could go play a double A team. I don't think I mean I don't could. Let's say three-game series. Honestly, I think they they would win one. I think they would win one. If you're telling me, so my, if my high A team of professional baseball players only beat Michigan State three to two then I think it is 100% plausible. So why does any mid-major guy ever get drafted? Seriously. Why did you get drafted out of an end trip? But that's, that's my – I'm not that's saying it's a what bad it. thing, but that's my point. My point is, like, why don't we just go to Tennessee and say, you know what, we'll take every single dude on this team. Yeah. Every starter. Well, I mean, the best of the best on the team. Because then they can take those guys and put them up through the system faster. I'm not disagreeing with it. Yeah. So one of my coaches told me he said – First round guys. First round guys from college are the most, are the people that are the closest to the bigs, that can perform mm-hmm. the bigs as fast as possible can. First round high school guys have the most projectability. So, so like a keep, guy like Joe has the most projectability, but it has to pan out. It has yeah. to pan out, yes. Right? Or a guy like, I don't know. Who is that? Who's Susack? Uh, even like a Alex Susack? Bregman. He got up fast. Fragment got up quick. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know? Well, then, well, even Carlos yeah. Rodon, I faced him in fourteen. Like he was in triple-A by the end of it. I mean, i I feel like I've seen there's a couple, a, D, a a couple first round players bust with the with the Royals. I think, made they didn't seem year. Same here. Yeah, there's a couple guys. A guy from the White Sox do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I've seen a couple first no,
1: rounders
0: kind of Roche. shove off. pitchers. Yeah, because are soft plays. You know, if you throw a hundred and two, you throw a hundred and two. You exactly. command a breaking ball like. That plays immediately in the show. So like Right. No, I get that. You know, guy, guys like that get up quick. I'm taking I'm taking Tennessee this year. Okay. Hey, for whatever reason, <laughs> I, <can honestly laughs> say I I like I like Arkansas. They're so good. That's where he went, Arkansas. Just, dude, I just like I, They go so weirdly and, under the radar too. they, like they always well, you know what's weird is that they're not under the radar, but they are.
1: Because they're yeah, really, really good
0: under the radar. And but. no one thinks that they're ever gonna be there. It's Arkansas, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, the top eight again." You know what? Well, I actually my favorite like college World Series like playoffs are some of my favorite time of the year. I'll have like four TVs going. Just yeah. Oh, it is. But I just crazy. love watching. I love watching team like the mid majors. I love watching them play against the big dogs. The energy is that is just just in those games, you know, I actually kind of miss that. The energy that is in those games and like how much it like means to them. Like, well, it's everything because you yeah. got to think. Let's say a guy like me, right? Like I played North Carolina in thirteen in the regionals, first regional. Can you just ever made it? Like that was my whole life. Like if I never made it to pro baseball, which obviously didn't happen for me, like I'll remember. I'll remember that experience for the rest of my life. Exactly. Like and that you was like, you can you can imagine like you can remember that feeling of like if we don't win today, then like I'm gonna be devastated. Yeah, like you're you're shot. But now it's like if I don't win today, which, am like. Eh. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We well, I think I think that's a that's just a difference between minor league baseball and honestly, even the majors and college. Yeah, because in the majors and college, it's all about team. <laughs> it's about the team winning. It's about whatever you can provide to the team. I feel like in the minor leagues, it's so much about,
1: OK, oh, just, how are oh, you, you going to Right. How there? Right.
0: I'm, are I'm you, just selfish balloting. and I'm seeing about, I can get up to the big leagues. How can I go from double A to the bigs? Where now when I get up there, it's like, oh, actually, we got to win again. It's not because about me. I feel like even though if I do that throughout the entirety of, like, my baseball career, and if I do make it up to the base, I'm still going to be like, oh, what am I going to do to stay here? What am I going to do? If I perform well, I'll stay. Right. You know? So it's like I'm not like, oh, if our team does bad, shucks. Let me ask you this. If you were a high school senior, and you have the option, like all things being equal, right? Obviously, we're going we're to kind of take money out of it, right? If you had the option to go play Pro Bowl or go play in college, what do you pick? Well, I think what it depends you on, on where you're going to college. Say it's big time. Say so you're going to the SEC. Oh, pick an right? SEC. All you're day either going to the SEC sure. or you're getting drafted. SEC all day. All for sure. Day all day. Why? Because I'm going to get a better experience, I think. And not only that, like, 60% of the big leaguers play college baseball. What do you think is better developmental-wise? Oh, easy college. college. Easily. I so. easily. Yeah, like, I'm not going to sit here and diss pro uh, baseball by any means because hopefully one day all of us are coaches in pro baseball and we're in the big leagues and we're going to win World Series. But, like, I think that, like, it's unfortunate, but, like, I, not to say this in a bad way, but all the, pro, all the pro guys that come back, like, they don't get better over the time that they're in their season at all. They don't get better oh, at all. Like if they get better in the wintertime, great. How many how many college athletes do you see that go and you're like, ah, why are they doing this with you? I see it all the time, but at least they're working on something. I guess that's fair. Yeah. I mean, when, I I, whenever fair. I get instruction, I'm just like, it's kind of like the most la- like lazy you know, instruction I've ever had. But it's hard because Major League Baseball is not investing money into good coaches and developmental levels, which is what minor league is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the developmental levels yes. that get those guys to the bigs, right? They're not investing money into that. Like, for example, for me, I'm sure I could get a minor league head coach job. I'm sure. I'm, not taking, sure. I'm not taking 45 grand to move to Vancouver or... Inland Empire in California for forty five thousand dollars to go coach a bunch of guys who I'm not even get to know because they might be moving left and right. They literally, literally moving left and right. That's so, what I'm saying. So for me, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying the money matters, but like you're going to get better coaches if you invest time, money, and effort into your staff. Think, about, think, it. think about here. Why are we? Good? Why are we good? We invest a lot of time. Because I've decided that I'm going to invest full time pay to staff. So that I keep them, so we develop a team. Right? Where if you look at 99% of facilities are like interns, part time, second or third job guys, they never build anything. Right? But no, like, we, we talked about that a lot last year. We always talked about creating like a team atmosphere mm-hmm. and and learning as a team was part of it. And it's really hard to learn as a team when the team's not there all the time. Right. right. You know, we so don't when get, you get people many, that are there all the time. Now it's like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go talk about, hey, let's go talk about pitching. Let's how go. Hours, how many hours did you practice in college? A lot. Well,
1: it was exactly. like three
0: hours a day, and day. two hours day. So you're looking at yeah. four and a half. And how three often do day. you guys, after even you hit, you're like, wow, well, I want to hit more. Yeah. And I want to keep doing that? every so, day. Every single day. Every single day. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. When you get to pro ball, you know how much you hit? Three rounds of BP before the game. And, and I've heard, and I think I've, I'm not going to disclose any names, but I've heard so many times where if you want to hit extra, you just get scolded for it They tell you no. Exactly. Like if I'm a pro coach and I have the ability to go and throw in my guys, I'm going to blow my arm out to help these guys get to the big leagues. I never play the major leagues. I'm going to do whatever I can to help those guys get there. Yes. And like they just, they don't, they don't do it. There's guys, there's guys I played with. My roommate in college was a guy that could show up, hit five balls off a team. know he's going to go fourth for the day and do it. I was not that guy. I needed to be in the cage an hour before the game, before I got my pregame BP, to make sure I was I was set for the day. Yeah. You're telling me that when I go to pro ball, you're gonna take that away from me? We had open cage, and you had two rounds of front toss, and then you had three rounds of BP. Yeah. What am I? That's gonna not mean, gonna, yeah. do do I gonna do anything for that. And then if I don't perform, I feel like if I don't perform well during my BP, I'm not playing for sure. That, we got we got more warm up than that when we went and played our men's league tournament. Seriously. Like true BP to each other. When I was yeah. in JUCO, it would be like we would hit for an hour and a half, and then we'd go out on the field and have four rounds of BP to get like, wait, with the field. So my thing is like, how do you how do you combat that? Like, what what's the solution? Because like I'll say this: like, you can go to a minor league coordinator right now, and you think they're going to care how much you hit? No, they don't care. Not at they all. care about your analytics, your numbers, your exactly. Stats. They don't care if I'm taking two rounds of BP or hundred rounds of BP. As long as I if my stats say I'm hitting three hundred with fifteen bombs, all right, he's doing fantastic. We don't even need to talk to him. Right. Yeah. So it goes back to the same thing for like let's say travel baseball, even high school and college baseball. You're the best player, I'm not gonna touch you. Which is ridiculous. All you guys are the best players, so no one touches you. Which makes no sense. Where's the development in that? I'm telling you right now, if you look at a video of Bryce Harper swing right now versus when he got drafted, that dude is a lot different. He clearly developed. So I, like, I'm I telling you right watching. now, in the minor leagues, no one told him he couldn't hit. But he yeah, probably hit true. as much as he wanted to. He had the same swing when he was in college versus when he came up. Right. Now it's different. Right. Now it's way different. Now it's way different. He's, he's a stud. Oh, he's a freak. He's, he's a freak. Very good. I'll never forget. I tell a story all the time. I played against Bryce Harper. I was 15. He was 14, playing the same tournament. We played against them. They beat us 3-1. We walked in with the bases loaded. He had two RBI double. We lost 3-1. There's, there's your runs. He was so pissed off. <laughs> he was so mad after the game. We all went to eat. We we're like, oh, yeah, we're in Florida, dude. Let's go eat. Let's have fun. He got in the cage immediately after the game. I came back two hours later. This dude was still in the cage. Just And then you're telling me you're going to take this guy first overall, getting 10 million, and now, now he can't hit anymore? Yeah. Give me a break. I know. For so that, best that's best. where my frustration is when it comes to like major league baseball. So if I had to choose between SEC or Pro Bowl, knowing what I know now, I'm going to the SEC all day long. It's not even close. I'm percent SEC, for sure. Think College. about being a pitcher and being able to go to Wake Forest. Your pitching lab is significantly better than any pro team. Significantly better. The Baltimore Orioles sent fifteen of their minor league prospects to Wake Forest in the wintertime to train there. Why is that happening? So how how unreal are some of these colleges becoming now, though? Hmm. They're becoming better than like, pro. how, like, how sweet cool is that? You've seen so you've seen Arkansas's facilities, right? Yeah. There is nothing in minor league baseball like that. Let's hold no. off for one second. Binghamton. SUNY Binghamton. 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 Three hours up the road from here. Anybody listening to this, that's going to be a powerhouse soon. $62 million complex. Donate. See, that Donate. crazy. And you're telling me that, like, we can't get an extra hitting cage in minor league. That's what I'm saying. We had one tunnel, and it was under center field fence, and it was a dungeon. The Blue Jays called me. Okay, the senior VP of the group, his car, when the hurricane hit in Florida, he said, listen, man, we got about five or six guys that we might want to taxi before the playoffs hit. They can't go to Florida. The Bisons don't have the infrastructure to hold these guys. Can your facility take them? But Yeah, man, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Why is my facility more feasible for a major league baseball organization than their own facilities they have at their complex. It makes their sense. their own AAA stadium. It makes no sense. I'm not even bad. Not, it's not the Blue Jays. Like, I'm not bashing the Blue Jays whatsoever. I love the Blue Jays. But, like, just Major League Baseball in general, it's a joke, man. Like, and then and then all these kids, like, the problem is we're all chasing the dream, and they know that. They know everybody's chasing the dream. They're like, here's the dream. Oh, by the way, here's 800 bucks a month, and no, you can't hit extra. You know, so not to credit in dream. We're trying to help kids reach that dream every single day. But it's like, if I had to choose between an a SEC school, a Power 5 school versus going pro, and money wasn't a factor, I'm choosing school well, 100%. I mean, 100% you, might, you probably make more money in the SEC now. Oh, and did that. He, sure. turned, he turned, I'm not going to say how much money, he turned down a nice chunk of change to go to Alabama. Nice chunk, right? Now, hopefully it works out for him. He was drafted again. That dude has had an awesome experience. Went to Alabama for three years. He's at Oregon now. Like, yeah, sure. I'm taking Alabama and Oregon. 100. While we're sitting in rookie ball. You got that right. What are you gonna do in rookie ball? Sit there. Sit there. In a hotel room. By yourself.
1: That's insane. Okay. Yeah,
0: 115 degrees outside. What, what days off? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so that's that's my point, and I, I feel bad about it, but like, even with this nail stuff now, like, there's guys making millions of dollars. They don't need to sign for 150000 Like, Major League Baseball is going to have to pivot. They're going to have to figure out what adjustment they're going to make because this nil thing is not going away, and it's going to get huge. What is it? The I Name, about that. name no. image, and likeness. So now you know how college players didn't just be able to get paid. Yeah, not exactly Right, paid. You can't make anything. You can basically advertise yourself. So if I'm – um, what's Tommy like? What.
1: Yeah, right. yeah.
0: He's at NC State. Hit twenty-seven bombs as a freshman. Oh yeah, no, he's in the trash portal now, right? No, He's, he's at, LSU. at LSU. One of the main reasons he went there, as far as what I've heard, and uh, obviously I don't know him, so as far as that goes. But he's making more money now with the NIL deals because, say, like if I'm if I'm that guy and Nike's like, hey, I want to come sponsor you. I'll pay you this. We'll put up a billboard. We'll give you all this apparel. I'm Not saying. no. Exactly. exactly. Owen. Owen told me last year Montana Fouts, who's a pitcher at Alabama, stud, freak. By the way, was seventy four from Nike. Nike. Nike <laughs> called. Nike called. So we're gonna put your name up on billboard. Hey, she has a management team that handles her no money. I think she was the highest paid college athlete last year. I think she, she made upwards of ten mil. Ten mil. In college? Yeah. Like college. What? I yeah. don't need anything. I'm going to pro anyway. Like, who would go to pro then? I'm not. I'm shooting for SEC. I'm not shooting for pro anymore then. But even, that's the even the quarterback at Alabama, like, Owen was telling me he would drive a different car every day of the week to school. And they were, they're not, they're not my Tesla out front. We're talking. You can't say that. Football. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so. You, can't say, you can't say that. They're not my Tesla. That's sick Tesla. Yeah, right. Hey, hey, hey also cool. we park up front. My, co- uh, my uh, car got back. My couple thousand dollars, whatever my my car. She's driving two hundred fifty thousand dollars cars to school every day. At Alabama. Yeah, that's it. It's ridiculous. So for me, like, if if a school called me and said, "Hey," it's free agency. Yeah, it, it's what it is. And even like with the petition report, it's all and, free agency. Yeah. You're free agent, right? If I'm a mid major guy, I'm not gonna say who I'm thinking. If I'm a mid major guy, and I'm second team, first team, third team, all American. I can just enter a transfer portal, go Power Five, get nil money. I'm going to school for free and I get paid on top of that? Yes, yes sir. 100%. Thank you very much. I'll take my twenty five, thirty grand, more than I'm going to get in the draft as a mid major guy all day long. Yeah, I'm not signing for 150000 when I can just make millions of dollars. Sure. Yes. And we're talking 150 sounds great when you're getting 20. <laughs> so when I was at Eric, I was at Eric though, and cracker jacks. they actually put, they and actually had a seminar for every athlete. So every team had their own like hour long talk with a company who only does mill deals. So if you sign with that mill deal company, what they do is they go get, they're like an agency. They go and get Wilson, Rawlings, you know, uh, G form, Evo shield, all these huge companies that sponsor you, you get all free shit. You get paid. And then you have to obviously do your end of the deal, which is like post about emo shield on your on your page or whatever. And they're just saying they, you paid, paid, paid. It's endorsements, is what it is. You know how like you have to be a big time guy to get like Nike and Baseball or Jordan or whoever else. Yeah. You just get in college now, you go and endorse them, and they just they pay for everything. So now like and now what you're learning is that boosters in college now, right? Like it used to be like the college boosters were nothing, right? Now the boosters are handling no money. So if like, you know, I don't know, let's say NC State's like, hey, I want to get this kid, and Vandy offered them 90%. NC State's like, you know what? We'll give you everything. And we'll give you 50 grand. They'll just go to the boosters and say, Hey, need I need 50 grand. I need hundred dollars and no money to pay off the rest of the scholarship and give them cash. They're like done. So like you can actually, like, instead of paying to go to school. But you know, let's try and get, get paid. Get paid. Yeah. Try and get paid. So basically what we're saying is get really good at whatever your sport is. For us, baseball. Yeah. And go make some money when you're 18.
1: That's <laughs>
0: exactly. It, man. Yeah. <laughs> go make some money. <laughs> and, and get, if, get so good that, that you just get paid. To go. School. And you know what? If you really want to help yourself, get really good at social media in high school and start to really put your name out there. Because when you get yes. to that school and you have a following – you're gonna get blown up. Boston okay. Plannery is the greatest example in the world. That dude has millions of likes on TikTok, thousands and thousands of followers on Instagram. He's going to UNC. This dude's gonna get paid out that ass when he goes to North Carolina. 100 percent Because he already has he already has a following base. You know what I mean? So all these sponsors are gonna be like, he already has thousands of followers. Do it so on his own and not just did it all on his here, own. Here, go and show our stuff off I'll on your Instagram. Like that's Millions of people that's gonna see our stuff. Exactly. Right, yeah, go. Well, now, now here's the big challenge, right? Like companies like Wilson, they're having trouble with with uh, volume. They're yes. having huge troubles with volume because they got so many people buying their shit, they can't even keep up. They can't keep up. Yeah, you know, we want to get like custom baseballs through Wilson. He told me, don't even call me until twenty twenty four. You want to do an order? You're not getting baseballs for two years. It's crazy because because of all this, all the shit that's happening, you're not getting anything because you know, what they're doing is they're giving it to all these kids now. They're giving it to all their endorsed kids. You know, go wear my Wilson glove. Okay, we want. Uh, you know, people are on the wait list for six months to get the same glove. And you know, who's going to blow up from that? Was no. it? Well, no, boy, and the kid, what a kid. Well, yes. Yeah, the kid's going to explode. Yes. You know, so then you're getting paid to go to pro baseball, and you're like, dude, I was making a hundred grand a year in college baseball. Now you're going to give me eight hundred bucks a month? <laughs> <Are you laughs> kidding me? Bad. Yeah. Let me redshirt two years. When, how many people are you starting to see now that are going to places like, like here's a good example. We have a couple of free agents that want to sign or you can go to driveline or you can go to R&D or you can go to somewhere else. You can train for six months, throw 95 and get signed for more money than if you got drafted. People don't even want to get drafted anymore. I can make more money in free agency. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is so it's it's nuts how, how it's all switched because in the past it was like, you, you, wanted, guys, to, you, you wanted to get drafted. Like, that was like, you you wanted to get drafted. And now people are like, well, not really, because there's a limit on how much I can get paid in the draft. There's no limit in free agency, and there's no limit in college. So I'm going to take those two avenues. You know what I mean? Did you ever hear the story of Bregman? Mm-hmm. He literally sat in high school because he wanted to sign him, right? He wanted to sign and get drafted. I think he was a, a potential first rounder. I think it was coming down to where he was probably going to go to the front end of the second round. He literally said, "If you're not going to take me in the first round, I'm going to school. Because I guarantee you I'm going to be in the first round. One school, first rounder, one, two World Series, putting a Hall of Fame career together. You know what I mean? Yep. So like, like a lot of guys are getting to the point where they they don't need it. You know, which is which is honestly, it's kind of sad. But ba- but Major League Baseball's going to have to pivot somehow. They're going to figure it out. They're going to have to start showing some like, hey, we're going to give you some like like a lot more. Do I mean, you think they have an issue of money?" No. no, they can raise them. They can raise the pull cap on it the draft. I, I honestly, I don't think it's major league. I think it's minor league. Also, it's all one now. I think it
1: has to filter yes. down
0: though. Like, oh, I, 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 to I agree. <laughs> what's a, what's a reasonable and in all reality, what's a reasonable minor league pay? What do you, do you think? Do you, I, a reasonable minor league pay, minimum forty to fifty thousand a year. A year, I agree. Minimum percent each guy. We're making twelve thousand. Think about how many players would be better if they were getting paid full salaries for year are you kidding me i don't have to eat chicken and rice every single day well that's my life that's the big thing though too like you want these athletes to perform at a high level you pay them nothing in the draft and then you give them shit food you give us shit food shit living shit pay Mm -hmm. how do you expect us to perform well oh it's the dream you're chasing
1: i don't want to i don't want to spend all my time sleep
0: to chase exactly i don't want to spend all my time worrying about my financial standpoint if i if it's a chance of making it to the dream, right, right, you know, so why not just go, oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm just going to go do something else. And I think the generation, I think the generation, well, actually you guys are, I'm, I'm in the same generation as you, but I think the generation underneath us is, is really starting to realize that. Yes. I think they're starting to get smart and they're like 800 bucks to play pro baseball. I'll just hold off a couple of years. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. in our generation, it was like, you get drafted, you're a dog. Go, you're a dude. Yeah. Go. You're a dog. Yeah, A lot of people wanted that clout, though. They wanted that reputation. They did. They wanted to get drafted to put that on their Instagram page. They wanted to sign with LSU to put that on the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now I think people in that generation underneath us are like, I don't need the name. I'm the name. I'll just figure it out myself. Exactly. And then if I get there, great.
1: Yeah. I I mean, think about
0: it. If you're a really known person and you went to LSU and you play for three years or four years or whatever it is, you still have... A great name behind yourself, sure. so I have a bunch of followers. So I'll have a bunch of like sponsorship, or whatever. And then you sign that free agent deal, yeah. They're going to bump go. you up because of that reason that your name. Yeah, you're good to go. Exactly. No, that's crazy. So what? What? What's your? What would be your? What's your dream school? What was a school that you've always like wanted to go to? Honestly, I think mine was probably UNC in high school. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I, I like. Uh, honestly, I think I like the colors. It was the colors for me, too. <laughs> yeah. And then I played against them, and I was like, screw you guys. Yeah. I went I went to a game there one time and it was like gorgeous night, like sunset, warm out. Like, yeah, this would be sweet. Yeah. My brother That's asked me, sweet. so my brother's a huge UNC fan. My brother asked me before our regional game if he could wear a UNC hat to the game and a Kenesha shirt. Tell oh, him not to go. I said, absolutely not! You're not wearing anything. with color. You got your mind? I don't care how much you like them. I'm playing against it. What are you talking about? You're not wearing that. Yeah, my brother would have worn it. Oh yeah, no, yeah. he would have shown up in full Target of Blue. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and he, then he, he it would have be been like, "Yeah,
0: that baby blue, Ole, Ole Mess Ole Miss got some sweet colors. Ole Miss, yeah. Now, okay, Ole Miss for baseball, Oregon Ducks for football. Yeah, no doubt." No. Hey, you're just going back. Are a you game kidding game. me? 100%. This is the nicest uniform I've ever seen. Well, I, saw, I saw a picture of at Owen, because I guess they had a game or something. He was, all, he was all in his duck stuff, and I'm just like, oh, dude, they're so nice. It's, it's unbelievable. So I, whenever I played NC, uh, I also 13, always thought about, like, Florida, Florida State, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like Florida State, when I was in high school, was like, for Florida, was like top dogs. Yeah. And I, mean, I was just like, wow. Florida's sick. Texas. Texas <laughs> sick. Oh, Texas here. was under the radar up here, though. Texas, that is big time. Up here. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like down south, up I mean, here. Texas. No, if, right. I mean, if you're in Texas. Sure. Texas. I feel like up here, no one's Texas. like, oh, yeah, Texas is sick. Everybody thinks that, like, you on C-suite or, yep. you know, Vanderbilt's cool. I, like, I think Hoto it's the Hoto. whole East Coast thing. Yeah. Coastal. Coastal,
1: Coastal when also, they won the
0: World Series, I was, I was wow. Dude, I, had a buddy thick. I had a buddy on that team. I had a buddy on that team. Really? Yeah, well, I mean, we played with and against each other growing up. His name's Anthony Mark. so he, had, he ended up signing with the Giants. Like, not a draft guy, by any means, but, like, won national championship, so somebody picked him up. Right. But he's from, like, my hometown, and we played against each other, whatever. I played against him in the perfect game league in the summertime, but he, like, he was telling me, like, their whole, how that all happened. He's like, dude, it was kind of like what Brash was saying about how, like, he doesn't even remember the last half of the season, because it was, like, just constant going. It was just craziness. Same thing for them. They just went on a roll. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Yeah, like, they did. you can't even talk. You yeah, can't even talk did. about how that happens either, though. No, it's just literally just like happened. They beat dog. I mean, they beat some dogs. Dude. Would they? Would they uh, win against? I mean, they was locked off LSU. To get yeah. There. What was that? It was like the chop with the chopper over the third base. Yeah, yeah. And and then they, they, beat, they beat uh, Arizona. That's who it was. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. But you haven't heard Arizona in the World Series in a minute. The only the, – yeah. the, I mean, I watched him a little bit this year because Canisius was in Miami and Arizona was in their bracket. Yeah, but, like, Canisius – Dude, they – actually, they had this left, dude. His swing was so sweet. It looked just like cargo. Yeah, but yeah,
1: remember, the, the, yeah. Yeah, it
0: looked just – I was like, he had a bomb, too. that, like, that right, the that's one funny. swing that I would love to have. Cargos? Cargos? Yeah. Yeah, cargo and grippy, I feel like. You're gonna so, almost – Wow almost feel like I like Cary better. I yeah. can see that. You're, all right, do you guys remember the uh, the cycle walk-off that he had? Yes. That swing, 10 out of 10 top, best okay. swings. of all time. He done. hit a home run in Pittsburgh in a game. I was at one time. I think it left the stadium in less than one second. And it was like he hit it in the bat drop. Like His bat drop is, the, is electric. There's the the oh, no, it's the throw behind. He's a, he's yeah, he's got a Hall of Fame bat drop. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Hall of Fame bat. Griffey had it, too. Griffy had it too, I think he got yes, two. One that he hit stone many that you were just like, "Oh here." But, but like with cargo, like cargo's was like, "Ah, oh, that's, that's flashy, dude. That's so flashy." So, yeah, that's sick. That's, that's cool. Beautiful. I know, love it. What else you got for me? Mm-hmm. Who's who's your most electric person watching the game right now? Ooh, electric person watching baseball in general? Like, who do I like turn on just to watch? Yeah, like That's who? Everyone. Who like if you if you're scrolling through and you see a couple games, you're like, oh, I'm gonna turn on this game because I want to see this player hit. Mine. I want to see this guy pitch. Mine right now is Harper. Yeah, yeah. He solidified Re- for recency me. bias or all year partially, partially. He turned it on partially, but he was all. the had really good And he had an injury, and he didn't come back yeah. that hot. But like, I think for him, the, the cool thing about him is he's always been in the spotlight his whole life. But still, overperforms all the time. You know what I mean? Like he's just a guy that's like when he's up, like he literally can change a game anytime. He's right nasty. Now. He's been my favorite player ever since I was like fifteen. I tried to model my swing after him. So he? Hundred percent. Hundred. I'd say pitcher probably. I mean, I I've only actually watched DeGround ground pitch a couple times, but like, I feel like watching DeGround. ground. He's like one of those guys that's so good that he can be boring sometimes. Yeah, it's just like you're sitting there, just like right yeah you know what I mean I mean even like personal bias like i I had the most fun watching Brash this year yeah you know what I mean you know what I felt weird watching him it's like yeah, yeah everybody I, else I, as you, every month you watch, ago, he's sitting in here he's throwing to high school guys exactly he just said that today which is crazy yeah yeah throwing at you guys also yeah both of you and then I was Facing Altuve, Machado, Soto. Wait, so up. weird. I even said to him today, I was like, yeah, every single time you strike somebody on, I just would look and turn around and tell everybody, I'm like, yeah, Brash can't get me out. He just looked at he, and walked he, he walked, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Ron walked. I've <laughs> off a couple of pitches. Come on. <laughs> give me some credit here. i fought <laughs> off two breaking balls. But it's so weird. It's, a, it's honestly, you're watching somebody that you know right. pitch against people that you've heard you of. You idolize. You're like, yo, that guy's so good. Like Trout. Yeah. Trout's not a human being. Right? No. Like to me, you right. like That's Trout right. isn't actually a person. He's a player, right? Best in the game. But then you see Brash and you know him as a person and you almost have that feeling of like shit, I hope he gets it done. Right. Just because you know him versus like, oh it's, it's Trout. Yeah. The actually I probably watched maybe a, a game and a half this whole entire year of it's, baseball it's hard for you though because you play Never. at the same time i played the yeah i i watched actually like 150 games this year of my own games sure so i'm not trying to watch any more baseball games all right so here's, a, here's, a, more here's, more a, here's a good question <laughs> <laughs> who's about be- so this year specifically who's the best player that you ever play with or against like who's the who's this the play- year yeah that you played against or with that you're like yeah that guy's a superstar in big leagues like like brash told me last year it was gonna be Julio Rodriguez like, I asked him, I said, who's the best player that you've seen? He's like, you Rodriguez." it's not close. This guy's going to be a big league superstar. Fielding-wise? Just in general, I'm saying the best I'm player. I'm saying, okay. In general... Give me a breakdown. What were you going to so say? Fielding? I was going to say, fielding-wise, is Drew Swift. He has the nastiest hands I've ever seen in my life. Like, better than anybody I've ever seen. Is he a white guy? Yes. Because Dominicans are like crazy. Out of ASU Dominicans got the hands, right? Like that's that's like standard. Like Latin dudes have the hands. Yes. But like when I tell you it was like butter. The... <laughs> he I'm made cool. the hardest plays look so easy. And it's not even like, oh yeah, you know, like a lot of like, a lot of like um big league guys do that. This is different. Is it like the dance? Are we in different. a dance- be conversation? Better. Or? Wow, better than Dansby. I'm telling you, his hands were unbelievable. Who's he played for? With us. With us. He was with us. Yes, he was with us. I'm, he got drafted last year, and he was on the same team as us. And he got hurt. He got hurt in the very first game of the year, so I didn't really get to see him play. As soon as he came back, he made unreal plays, and I just go, "That is a big leaguer right there." Wow. He is a big leaguer, like insane. That's crazy. He's like six foot, one hundred and sixty five pounds. Super wide. <laughs> super wide. He needs. To, he just needs. to. Get a little mass on, can you hit? Yeah, he's good. Hit. He better like 270 this year. That's yeah, good. Yeah, first, he's a, he's a couple bombs. Uh, one, so he's like, oh, he said, Okay, so he's, he's a guy, he's he weighs on 160 pounds. Contact, I don't know how many bombs you're hitting now. All time for the best, Mad Bum. Oh, that's right, hit against Mad Bum. Oh, come on now, dab me up. Let's go, <laughs> give me some of that. Let's <laughs> go, that? one for one. <laughs> one for <laughs> one, is <laughs> that crazy or what? It was sick. It was Homer Bailey versus Madison Bumgarner and a rookie ball game. <laughs> <laughs> Homer, <laughs> crazy Homer Bailey threw a no no in the big leagues. Exactly. And he's rehabbing in Arizona and against Madison Mad Bumgarner Bum. Dominated by Oscar, like, You know what was crazy about that? It was actually so cool is that like they were pitching against each other and during the game, they were like they didn't care about the game. Right, right. Nobody right. cared about the game. Right. They were literally talking to each other as, as the game were, was going on. That's cool. Yeah. So I caught Homer Bailey and I hit off Mad Bum single. That's crazy. Yes. What'd you hit? What? would you hit? Fastball. He gave I me mean, five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. He gave me a fastball that was up and away, fouled it off, and I was just like, Wow, it's actually way easier than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Because our coach, uh Adam Adam Rosales, who was in the banks for about four or five years, he said, This guy's funky, he throws from obviously, you know, Mad Bum throws from way outside of you know? the left. And he was like, just crowd the play. And he won't, and you won't get out. What do you know? Our first hitter, single. Second hitter, double off the uh, batter's eye. I get up single. And I was just like, so why go. does that happen in a rookie ball game? And he can go be a, like a dog in the big leagues? You know why? It's because. Is it, is it your... because he's rehabbing and he's no. like, hey, I don't really care. That, that might be part of it. But I'm telling you right now, hitting in the rookie ball. Is so hard, you don't even understand. You still got guys throwing 97, 100 oh, yeah. miles an hour. They got no clue just have Exactly. No idea where it's going. So when you face a guy that can pound the zone, it, it seems easy. Exactly. Yeah, so easy. when Sean Murphy was injured and he was rehabbing in Arizona, he had 15 at-bats. Guess how many times you struck out? 15. 12. Ah. He had one hit, and it was a home run. That was it. The other one, it was, he was one for 15, and he goes, I do not care. And he literally told us, he was like, "This is way harder hitting than Double AA, A, Triple A in the bigs. Wow. Way harder." That makes sense, though. Too it makes a lot of sense. I've seen. So, like, so is, is it literally just so you're, you're there and you're like, "Yeah, this guy's gonna build me up." You don't even understand. So it, I don't know. Like, it's so, yeah, I, there's a guy, lefty throwing 105 miles an hour. It could be at your face. It could be. Spiked forty feet in front of you, or it could be a slider. Exactly, or you <laughs> could throw a ninety-three mile an hour slider. Crazy. The first time I saw a hundred, it was a hundred at my eyes, but it was like right over the plate. Well, I have been at Tanner Crower. He, he, I coached him when he was at Niagara. He got hit in the face two years consecutively in spring training, first game. Crazy. Ninety-five mile fastball right in the face. First, the first time I saw a hundred, I actually thought it looked like a marble. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought I was on time for it too. I <laughs> to... Honestly, I've seen the SEC though. That's why I think that's why it's double A baseball yeah. because think about like Kumar and Jack Leiter, like they're throwing strikes every single. Who's that guy? Who's that guy, was guy like... that was throwing one hundred for this year? Ben Joyce. Yeah. Are you kidding me? For early, yeah, four strikes every pitch. Yeah. You three, mean, eight, This is good for development. You are like eighty on high school, eighty two. Sure. Yeah. You know, we had a guy, um, Mason Miller. He's up to one hundred, hundred and one hundred two maybe. He's on a he's on the fall team with Joe. In college, he was about eighty to eighty-two. Yeah. You know what happened? Uh-huh. So he did not know that he had diabetes. So as soon as they figured out he had diabetes, he had insulin in his body. Kicked it right up to one hundred. That's ridiculous. It is insane. That's ridiculous. Yes, it happened within like a year. That's crazy. Yep. Oh, here you're. You're diabetic. Here's some insulin. Here's twenty miles an hour in your fastball. Yep. <laughs> it, it it happened, and it was just like, you know, like, how is this seem possible? That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool to hear though. Yeah, but that stuff's wild because I've seen like my buddy, a kid I played with, their canicious made the Triple A Diamondbacks. He got had a couple injuries. Um, actually, he played in a trip, Sean James, Sean Jameson. So, yeah, so he said every year that he moved up a level, he hit better because he's just because they throw more the right. pitchers. Yeah, they know where the ball's going, and yeah. So he was like, like an All Star, I think, in High One, <laughs> like not not in Low A. Got to Double A, hit like two eighty, was doing fine. Got to Triple A and like torn up, and I was just like, whoa. You would think, you would think, they think it would be harder, hard. right? Yeah, yeah. But it's easier because, well, not easier, I don't know what to say. But they throw more strikes. Yeah, it's more getting, comfortable. Guess, well, and I right. like that, your approach could be way better because you know what you're getting in the zone. Exactly. You know what I mean? Where, like, in, in rookie ball, you might get a guy who's like, Yeah, well, he's, he's a hunter with a decent slider. Oh, by the way, he has no idea. No idea. Going. So you got to be ready. If he gives you two fastballs, that one's at your eyes, one's painted on the outside corner, and he throws a banger slider, yeah, right. you're down one, two, and you're just like, I don't know where this ball's going. And then you end up swinging that <laughs> one at your eyes because right. you're just like. <laughs> yeah, right. It's hard. It's hard to get into a group that way. I get that. Yeah. Oh. I get that. No, that's cool, though. It's kind of crazy. It's, it is super controversial. I'm actually anxious to see how people, like, take the difference between college and pro ball because I think a lot of high school kids or young kids that are watching this are probably like, I want to play in the major leagues. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. everybody does. does. Exactly. That. But it's crazy to think about on that journey how, like, college baseball could potentially be, like, a better route. Yes. You know what I mean? I, it just could be. And maturity-wise, like, not to discredit not to discredit guys going out of high school, but maturity-wise, like, when you mm-hmm. leave high school to go pro ball, it's just like you're in the fire. You go to college, yeah. you actually have something that gives you structure for three years. Four years. However long and it. discipline. For um, a <laughs> time. That's a whole other <laughs> podcast. That's a whole other podcast. All right, so next week, uh, it's not <laughs> even going to be episode four. It's just going to be titled Discipline at the college level. Yeah, I. That's what I. I wish we could. I. I really wish we could help high school kids understand. It's not a bad thing. It is. It's actually good. I mean, you, just from, ha- you have to understand how to take it. A lot of kids take it personal. It's yeah. not personal. These guys exactly. have to keep their jobs. Like at the end of the day, and they're they they ride their whole entire job on a bunch of eighteen to twenty two year olds. Exactly, and like it's fine. Like I've gotten my ass chewed out a bunch of times by playing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Me too, yeah, buddy. And you know what? I what I do? I just bit my tongue. I didn't really take it to heart, and it kind of just made me not do what I did wrong. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. I understand. Do you have a better experience? Uh, you probably don't have this experience. Did you have a better experience playing for your collegiate team or summer ball? Ooh. Ah, summer ball. Really? Yeah. Well, what are you talking about? Like just overall experience, like atmosphere or like what what do you mean? Well, I know the atmosphere is better than the summer Sounderball because you have more yeah. fans. You have more people watching. Yeah. I uh, play okay. I played in a couple places where we yeah. had like a couple thousand people. Yeah, when I okay, Kansas, yeah. When I played in Amsterdam a couple hundred. I mean it, it was thousand. packed like, house nightly. And we were talking all the way down the lines. Yeah. And if people are rowdy, they're getting onto the yes. other team and they're like they actually know you at this point because at least where I played, like it was small, you get out in the community, they see you with your shirt on and they're like, Oh my god, dude, like will you sign my baby? Like people yeah, are like, yeah. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. these guys think you're professional baseball players in yeah. like Holy in New York. I got pulled I over on in the Instagram. I, I got pulled over on in the Instagram one time and I haven't shocker. knocked that on. Yeah, shocking. And literally, the guy was like, oh, have you played for the Mohawks? I was like, yeah. yeah. He goes, all right, dude, have a good day. i you tonight. Oh, yeah, uh, Seriously. Dude, I got my haircut for free because this guy was mm-hmm. like, dude, you play on the Oilers? Sick. Can you get me a jersey? And I was like, well, I can't get you a jersey, but <laughs> I can't get a jersey I, myself. <laughs> <but."> <laughs> yeah, bro, I yeah, I got to turn this thing into the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got one. I got one jersey. No, I can't give you one. That's another thing I feel like a lot of high school kids don't understand. Like, when you go away to, when you go away to college ball. Like a lot of kids, are like oh, I'm just gonna come home in the summer and so it's like, mm-hmm. no, man, no, 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 no. Pro ball, man. I like, I spend. You're going to play like that's pro Bowl. Host family, no food. That is pro Bowl. That's minor leagues. That's finest. That's finest. <laughs> but, but you're not you going. Hey, you're not. <laughs> <play>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell. I'll tell you. What. I had some great experiences in, in sour ball, because it was always fun. You know, and part of it too is like you play, like relaxed. You play because overall you. Well, you don't really, really care, care yeah. the games, okay. you know. And I was always on a team that was like fringy playoff team. Yeah. So it was like we were good enough to where like we win games, and winning is fun. Right. Losing sucks no matter right. what. Like, like if you even if you don't care about the game, like I'm not looking at you being like, oh okay, man, I hope we lose this game, bro. Right. Like, that's not right. that's right. not happening. Like I want to win. Right. But it's it's so loose, and you just like have fun. Like you meet new guys. Like, that you would not otherwise meet. Like, I've got so many friends that I've met that are not from anywhere close to where I've lived. Right. You know, so, like, I have friends who are from Cincinnati, who are from Texas, who are from Missouri, who are from Canada. Like, right. right. And that was probably more from school. But, like, you just meet so many people and, and like, in two months. Like, you go in and, in a week, you don't know these guys. Two weeks later, you're living with them. You see him every day and then oh, your best friend. a month and a half later you're like oh hey guys great summer i'm never gonna see, we'll you, see again, you again but again. hey this was a blast guys. yeah <laughs> right so like that go part up. that part is so much fun like summer ball was, it was a great did you play. go away for summer ball Jamestown yeah, was probably the first oh that's right yeah, yeah. but that's still yeah. good because that's pgc you know? yeah at that the time league, it was like, league, not anymore oh that's right that's right that league was pretty good at the time yeah we came in second place i know i was there were you i was oh uh, who were they? Mount Union. Pitcher came Someday, of uh, 9, 94. Baseball. Wait, baseball Who's that tall guy? Ginther? Yeah. <laughs> there were so many can <laughs> you guys. Ginther, Chris Conley, Mike on Uh, who else? My brother was there. Yeah, but he was my roommate. Yeah. Yep. Alex O'Donnell. Alex O'Donnell was also my roommate. I went, I went home for two years. And then I went to Amsterdam my third year, which was fun. I actually I actually left. I left Starbucks early. Really? I did. I was like I was like that typical like bitter like bitter guy. Because like I, I started every game in the first 15 games because all the power five guys were still playing in the World Series. And then as soon as I got there, like I literally didn't play. But like, all, all nine guys starting got drafted that sure. year. So like I should have played. You know what I mean? But I got pissed because I had like 75 at bats that summer and I went there because I needed at bats. I didn't get any. So it was like literally eight games before the playoffs. I was like, screw this I mean, I went home and played for the same summer team I played for before and it was it was awesome. Yeah. but like I should have stayed, honestly, because it was it was such a good experience. I mean, but like living for with a host family for the first time. Weird it's kind of nerve wracking. It was crazy. I mean, you literally no joke living with a host family, you walk right into their life. Oh, yeah. yes. You were, like, another son. Like, summer. Yeah. It would, and I was the first, I was the first host kid for my host family. The first one. So, like, even they didn't really know what the process was like. Weird.
1: Like, you know so what's that actually crazy? I had a
0: host family that's, like, if you are here, we don't take rent or whatever. Like, you live here, free. Just interact with our kids. Yeah, right, right, And I was just, right. like, yeah. Whoa. So, I I had, a, this, uh, the first host family I was with, I played at uh, for gen C, out of high school and after high school was over i went out and i wasn't supposed to be with this family because they already had two kids on the team there but they're like all right well we're not going to send you to a different house you've already been here like just stay with us so i slept in the same room with their 10 year old son that's crazy that is <laughs> crazy <laughs> and we would actually switch on and off like who slept on the air mattress and who slept in the bed what yeah so with like a 10-year-old with a 10-year-old that's <laughs> wild though because and, if you think like, about it, like, it was it was intrude into somebody's house and yeah. be like oh yeah you know what you're sleeping in the same room as my kid seriously yeah and it, you don't know it, who that was, it was, was that's what i'm saying it was like, hilarious too because like it would be like oh well he's got uh he's got finals this week or, or he's got a, like a test this week so like yeah take i'm gonna sleep in the bed <laughs> or he'll sleep in the bed i'll sleep on the air mattress and just like Gets up for school in the morning, and I'm like, I just got home, or I just went to bed four hours ago because we had a light had a night game and had to drive home. Yeah, this kid's getting wow. up for school, and I'm sleeping in the same room, and it's, that's it's so it crazy. was it was so funny. But that's what that was a great time too, and I actually I still talk to them like to this day. I, all my host families, I I I got lucky. I had great host families. I still talk to them to this day, you know, just because you literally become part of their life. you literally part mm-hmm. of like, My host family, actually, their son wants to do kind of what we do, and he actually came and shadowed us last year. Oh, you know I mean? remember him He had, had Wolfen Wolfen. day, yeah, and he's at Portland right now. And like, but that's, that stuff is like where I think baseball is awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not saying every experience is great, but like, that's where that, You got a, <laughs> a couple that
1: are horrible. You got a couple that
0: are terrible, but <laughs> the guy, I mean, there's stories for days even in there, but yeah. like, that's where, like, I think we obviously, we got lucky, we live with had good host families, but that's, that stuff is like. You walk right into somebody's life. Here you go, live with them for the next three months. Oh, yeah, and I'm and only gone. Yeah, and then you're gone forever. Forever. Yeah, hey, thanks like, for letting me live with you for three months. I'll yeah, see you later. Which is nuts, and like it's not like the families get paid. Get yeah, paid happy. yeah. get a little stipend. Yeah, I think for, for food, I think for me it was like a couple hundred bucks. Well, live with you for four three months, and I just gave you a couple hundred bucks. then. Airbnb with your family. What weird is that? All right? Yeah, except. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. I know that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you got, You got. What else? You guys got anything else crazy? I think we've done enough yeah. crazy. Uh, this exactly. one. Yeah, we <laughs> talked it's, about. A if, lot... if if people watch or listen to this whole thing, I will. Props. <laughs> I mean, we we went. We went down guys? some really crazy rabbit hole. That was <laughs> if, if you. If you had a map. Of what this podcast was. Yeah, nor do It regular. was north, south, west, southeast. And then in the ocean. To the <laughs> ocean. All right, so next week we're talking about space. Cool. <laughs> Don't get me started on space. We're going about, about the woods because Ron's scared of the woods. Alright, next week we're space. talking about space, the woods, and discipline. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I split. like it. Well, for everybody that listening, in, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Not sure if we're going to have a guest next week. We might try it out. I'm not sure anybody even wants to be on the stove anymore. We be <laughs> if, if, if they listen to this one, they're like, "What the hell are you guys talking about?" Like, no, but I hey, will try to get somebody. I always enjoy. I always enjoy, you know, just literally sitting down and kind of diving in and getting away from the baseball for a little bit. So I appreciate everybody being here. Thanks, obviously, to you guys, and we will see y'all next week.
1: See you.